Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Broker to Broker Real Estate Podcast. Today, we have a very special episode uh, for me specifically. Um, I'm really excited about the guest that we have on today because she is very, very near and dear to my heart, and I cannot wait to introduce you to her. Welcome to the Broker to Broker Real Estate Podcast, where we have real, raw conversations with industry leaders, finding out how to connect, support, lead, and ultimately make an impact and drive results in the lives of your agents. I'm your host, Nathan Daniel, and welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, uh, Denise Ackerman. Denise, I am so thrilled to have you on the show today. Well, thanks, Nathan, and I am thrilled to be here. Uh, it's exciting to be sharing the the platform, the stage with you after all of yes. the things that you and I have gone through. And um, yeah experience together it, so it is uh it, it's exciting for me and so if you're if you're tuning in and you're listening to this let me give you a little bit of backstory so uh denise the savvy ageless goddess coach um as she's now known uh she was one of my first real estate coaches and um Denise has seen the ups of uh, my business. She's seen the downs of my business. She's seen the good. She's seen the bad. And I thought it was appropriate to not only uh, bring her on and have a real conversation. Y'all know I like to keep it real, uh, but have a real conversation about some of my journey, but also share some of her journey and uh, hear all about what she's doing. So uh, Denise, are you ready to get started? Let's do it. All right. Absolutely. All right, so uh, let's go all the way back, right? All the way back to what was it, 2012. Um, 12. It was 2012, and you had uh, joined an office that I was a part of. Right. And we had had some pre-conversations, and I was kind of savvy that you were coming in. And I was pretty excited because I was like, hey, awesome. I, you know, I, We've got a great vibe going on. I know I need a coach. And um, yeah, so I... I if I remember right, I think I was your very first client inside the office, which was pretty exciting. It was it was real exciting. It was exciting for me to be in that office. But uh, Nathan, let me give you a little bit of backstory on how I yeah. got there. So uh, is that okay? okay? Okay. So yeah, I, please. Yeah, I thanks Nathan. I had been um, a realtor uh, and in the real estate business since. 1984. I almost uh, hesitate to say that because it seems so long ago. Uh, just like you, a young realtor, got in the business, uh, sold for several years, did fairly well, even though that was in the mid 80s, um, which like some of the markets we've been through, it's crazy time. And um, in that, in all those years, about seven years in, I got invited to lead, to lead an office. And that, that was the, the bite, if you will, the nudge to uh, lead agents, which is what I really love to do. And so fast forward, it's uh, 2011. I have been leading offices and I have an opportunity uh, due to a um, tough time in my life, went through a divorce, um, to switch into something that I had been wanting to do for a long time, and that was to become a coach. And so I um, joined Keller Williams in 2011 as a coach because they had coaches in offices. And I actually moved to Austin, which is where they are 
they all began and learned from some of the very, very best coaches. Uh, but in that year, I became a grandmother or I was going to become a grandmother and I had to get home. Dallas is home. So that hence you enter, I become a coach in that office and that's where it all began. So, that's and it was right. very exciting, very exciting. Um, I'm trying to remember yeah. they had had more of a mentor before that. Is that right? Yeah, there. Uh, so there was a there was an agent in the office, uh, Norma Langston. If you're hearing right, this, love right. you. I remember um, Norma. She was the uh, she was a, uh, a productivity coach, mentor, um, helping a few of us that that needed a little handholding in the very beginning. So and she was amazing. So she and then uh, she stepped out that. Lady. Yeah, she stepped out of that role, and so it was the, the there was a hole um, for a short period of time, and you know opportunity opened itself up, and next thing you know insert Denise. Yep. Yep. And um, yes, when I, I'll never forget when I realized I was going to move back to the Dallas area, um, I heard from Amber, who was the team leader at the time. I mean, immediately she heard I was coming and um, it was just, it was a great, great time. Um, not only did, I think you were my first coaching client in that office. Mm -hmm. And um, um, so you were, I remember you being just like an eager beaver. You were ready to make it happen. And yet there was this side of you that I noticed that was so techy that that kept pulling you aside. And you, you were quite the dreamer mm -hmm. and still are. Um, but that was what, uh, gosh, eight years ago. Yeah. And uh, it's it's hard to believe, Nathan, all that's transpired since then. Um, oh, yeah. At that time, well, I what I remember is is that you were you were building your business. So what what do you remember about that time? Yeah. So for me, I remember being at, um, you know, I was at, I was at another company for a couple of years, came in and I just, I knew I needed some guidance, right. To get to the next level. I needed some, some direction. I needed somebody to kind of hold my hand along the way and, uh, through our conversations and I'll never forget some of our conversations. And I, I, I always kind of, I, I don't know what, I don't want to say dreaded them, but I always looked forward to that little smile, right? Like that, that you've got on right now. It's, it's yeah, a smile yeah. of, Oh, what's Nathan going to bring today? <laughs> you know, what's it going to be like? It was the truth because I, I knew for me. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was, uh, I, I'm definitely a visionary. Like I'm, I am a very big visionary and I see things and how they can work very well. Well, at the same time, that can also be a detriment, <laughs> you know, to actually production. And so I valued our conversation so much because I'd go in there and I'd have a new idea or a new way of doing things. And uh, you have a, you had a great way of anchoring me as my coach to bring it back and say, okay, have you done the most important thing yet? And which is, you know, having conversations with people to go get business. Um because a majority yes, of my business at that time was very internet driven. Like it was blogs, it was, mm -hmm. you know, Facebook, it was videos, it was all these things. And so helping me anchor back to that. Hey, what well, activities are you doing? You know, one of the things that's, that, that I love to do as a coach 
and I love doing it then. I love doing it now. So I'm not I'm not your typical. In the past, I was not your typical real estate coach. I um, I was trained to be a productivity coach, which meant to you know stick to the numbers, stick to the numbers, which I believe the numbers are are the best place to look. However, when you have someone walk in like a Nathan who's shooting rockets of desire everywhere that you're going, you have to listen to the person. And that's what I loved doing was coaching to that amazing creativity and then keeping you grounded so you were making money. And some interesting things happened. Do you remember what happened in that year with regards to another business that you created? Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, so uh, that's actually when... Um, through through these conversations and, and coming in and and you know the ups the downs the highs the lows the tears whatever like all of that process um, that's whenever uh, actually uh, Amanda and I had started having conversations around um, developing uh, agent a box and so mm -hmm. the technology company you know getting agents up to speed as quickly as possible you know was 2012 um, in that same time frame. And because I knew I loved teaching, like I knew I loved, because especially doing my business the way it was at the time, you know, a lot of agents would ask me like, how are you doing this? Like what, like what's working for you? How are you getting leads on and doing it this way? So I would share it with them. And at that moment, like, I was like, man, there's a hole in our industry. And so um, with, with the help and support of, of you, with the help and support of Amanda, like putting that together. Oh, and Mallory, oh my gosh, she's the one that, made me sit down and get these systems that were up here in my head out onto paper. Um, but out of that, like came to fruition agent in a box. And within six mm -hmm. months of opening, we were like coast to coast in, in real estate offices, which was amazing. Yeah. That's, that's the thing about you that um, became very clear to me was that you were not going to become the speaking of a box you were not the agent in the box. You were the agent on the outside of the box, creating the box. You were creating your own box, and um, which I find quite fun to coach. Yeah. Um, because you could see the possibility, and um, so. Well, and, and I and I take and I'll add to that. Like, and I look at my life today, uh, and we'll 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 continue our story here in a second. I look at like the coaching and the way I coach today and I go back and reflect on a lot of the conversations that we've had. And that's why I firmly believe that coaching to the entire person is mm -hmm. so important, right? If the person, so if you're a broker listening to this, like if you can take one thing away from today, I hope it's this, like an agent, you have to stop, you have to listen to them and you have to hear their whole story. Because if you only choose to hear the business side of that story, then you're going to miss out. And so like when I'm coaching with my partners and my broker partners and, and agents, whatever the, the situation may be, like I keep that in mind. Like I've got to coach to the entire person, not just to the business. So I want to add on to that, Nathan, because there was a core group of us that um, there were four or five of us that I coached. Now, I, I started something uh, in that office that I continued uh, throughout my career as a real as, as only a real estate coach, I still coach some realtors, but only as a real estate coach. And that was, I wanted to bring them together to mastermind. 
which is a, a component that I think is very valuable to agents. And uh, we came together and we start, started studying books and one of them was Think and Grow Rich. And I have watched all of you have such a bigger awareness of what you could do. And when I think back on those people that were in the room, to, to your point about coaching to the entire person, there was uh, someone in there who had been through a huge emotional crisis years before that was she was still carrying around with her. And um, when I was coaching her, we had to get to that so that she could go on. And she is a rock star agent now. I mean, rock star. Uh, there was someone whose kids were leaving home. They were going off to college. That was really affecting her. And now those kids are amazing uh, young adults and uh, her business is flourishing. Uh, there was one, I don't know if you remember, this was not the core group. We had one agent who was really wanting to be an agent. She was very young and she was a nanny during the day. Do you remember she would drag the little boy into the office yes and tell them that that you were going to the they were going to the library and um oh my gosh it was so much fun to watch her and to coach her i could not coach her like i was coaching you like i was coaching the ladies who were you know in a different stage in their life so you have to look at the person mm -hmm. and by the way every one of those people i'm talking about went on to create incredible businesses. They're all at the top of their game. So uh, it doesn't matter where you're at. If you have the desire, you can do it. Well, yeah. And I, I, I'm going to take a moment and pause and just, you know, inside that office, just kind of paint a picture. This, uh, this think tank, this mastermind that uh, Denise is talking about, it was really cool because we'd have this book club and, and inside this office, there's this giant, just, we called it the fishbowl, <laughs> right? Because it's this giant room, this conference room, glass, with room. glass walls on three sides. Yeah. And, and so what we would do is we meet in there once a week and we do this book study and have great conversations. Well, of course, through that, like the conversations from people outside looking in going like, Hey, what's going on? Like what's going on inside there? And there's just so much synergy that was built inside that room. And it, and it continued to lead to other things along the way. And I know it led to uh, some retreats that we actually did as well. Mm -hmm. Yes. So we did a, um, an end of the year retreat, which I think happened. It was around this time of year. It was either right before Christmas or right after Christmas. And uh, we went to one of the ladies' uh, lake house. So it was very uh, secluded, literally sat on the lake. And we sat outside. I remember it was freezing, but we built a, you built a huge bonfire. You were a master bonfire builder. And we sat yeah. by the water and we did some really deep work. And that work launched uh, the next 12 months, which was amazing for you. You went on to do great things as did the other people that were there. So, and by the way, mm -hmm. just for the audience's knowledge, you were the only guy there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that, that is true. And Mal, it, like love you to death. Like she was totally supportive of that. So she was. She was um, an amazing woman. 
Well, and I, I remember like that was, that was definitely one of the defining moments. Cause I remember, I don't know if it's water. I don't know if it was cold, whatever it was, but I remember sitting out on that dock and I, you can probably go back through my Facebook feed and there's pictures of this. Mm-hmm, um, there is. The few of us sitting around this campfire that, that um, but I remember waking up and going out and actually sitting on that dock and just having some coffee, reflecting, journaling, and, and not only planning out my year, but focusing on myself a little bit. And like that next year is when some pretty big stuff started happening and, and doors really started opening. And if it wasn't for this moment of planning that I'm not sure I would have been open to um, moving forward. So thank you for that retreat. It was great. It was great. It was a great retreat. Uh, so fast for forward. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So fast forward a little bit. Now um, I'm stepping into a few offices. I'm teaching technology at a higher level and become a team leader in, in the KW system uh, in 2014. So actually end up relocating from Dallas to Oklahoma City. And which, is which by today. the way, Nathan, which by the way, was part of your goal. Mm-hmm. So I want to make that really clear that you set that intention way back in 2012, mm-hmm. not yep. knowing at all how it would happen. So I think that's really amazing that you created the intention and you made it happen. Yeah. Well, we knew, I mean, family is important to us. Like it's one mm-hmm. of our core values, right? And and for us, I knew that that being close to not only like family, but my wife's family and everything else, like it was, it was important to us. And so, um, you know, my dad lived about an hour and a half away in Dallas because we were on the totally opposite end of the spectrum. So, um, we knew that, um, it was important for our family to make that journey. And so I'm glad that that happened and that door opened in 2014. So, Mm-hmm. Um, then I stepped into that leadership role for a couple of years and we, you know, I don't say we lost touch, but, you know, we stayed in contact and we stayed in communication as I was going through that journey. And then something big happened. Um, something big happened and yeah. I got a, uh, a, a part of a training class. Um, a letter came and, uh, you know, and if y'all are familiar with the training I'm talking about, this letter showed up on my doorstep I opened it and the realization hit me, right? I stepped into to this role for a reason and I had just become burned out, right? I mean, you burn the candle at both ends for too long. Um, ultimately, there's no more candle to burn. And so, of course, who did I call? Yep, yep. And I remember that that conversation. I believe we were doing Zoom. We were, uh, this, we were Zooming before everybody, the world started Zooming. And we had a Zoom conversation and um, I had just started my own coaching business at that time. And so you were one of the first that I was talking about what I do now and being knowing you and being aware of the spark that I had always known about you. I didn't see it. It wasn't there. Mm -hmm. You remember what I said well, to you? I remember that. You oh, yeah, yeah. I, I remember that. Like, I, I was standing there on Zoom before Zoom was cool. And, uh, yeah, I remember you looking at me through Zoom, like through a little webcam. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it just hit so hard. It's like, 
you said, Nathan, like, where's that fire? Like, I don't see that fire, that spark in you anymore. It's like, you're like dead inside is what it, what it feels like in this conversation. And that was the moment for me. I was like, okay, like I've got to figure this out. And so you had started doing, um, this, this journey. And that's when I decided, I was like, I need, I need my coach back. And so jumping back into it, you took me through this journey over the next, what was it? 12 weeks, over three months. Mm-hmm. Three maybe, months. Maybe, maybe, maybe four months. About I can't four remember. months. It was about yeah. really about four months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was this journey to find my fire, right? And you asked me three questions. Do you remember what those three questions were? I do. I what do. Those I love those questions? three questions. So first, the question is, what would you love? And it's not just a pat answer that anybody can give. It's a a deep, profound question. What would you love in your life? What would you love in your family? What would you love in your home? What would you love in your work? What would what would you love to be doing? And that one, you really paused on that because you've been on that fast track. And then the next one I asked you was, um, what if you could? Mm-hmm. Once you figured out what you would love, then what would what if you could? And the last one is, what if it was easy? So Nathan, I'm curious. You took that. You you really took that to heart. I think you and I coached for about six months in that time period. Mm -hmm. And from the point of where you were to where you took it and where you are now, what do you think was most impactful for you? How do you think you finally made that decision? Well, uh, that's a great question. Along the journey, um, every day I would ask myself those questions. I actually, uh, on my on my board right here, um, I have those three questions written down and I stare at them every single day because I think what hit home for me on that first question and why it took me so long to really figure that out was like, I didn't know. Like I, I was mm-hmm. I was frozen and I was like, I had reached this point in my life that I hit a goal that was a reality. And I'm like, all of a sudden I'm thinking about stepping away from this, like fear sets in and like uncertainty, anxiety, stress, like all these things started coming up and I'm like, okay, like eliminate all this and let, let, like help me understand what does it mean to even love, right? Love myself, love what I do. And I'll never forget. I, um, I was keeping up with the content and the course that we were going through and there was a moment where I was like, you know what, I've got to, I've got to go. And my mind was just so full. I literally went and sat at an IHOP till it was like three 30 in the morning one day and just working and contemplating and journaling and taking these exercises. And it just, it, in that moment, I was like, you know what? I love pouring into people and I loved impacting and I like legacy impact purpose, um, authenticity, Um, Mm -hmm. I'd lost a little bit of myself along the way Mm -hmm. in this journey and I'd lost some of my identity and I had to find that again. Mm -hmm. And, and so that was, that was the beginning phases of it. Um, along the way, as I had, like, it was after that, after that 3am session at IHOP with a, oh, that server, I don't know how many pots of coffee that she brought to me. Uh, but after that moment, I really started to to identify like, okay, here's what I love. One, I'm, I'm loving myself again. Uh, 
but what if I could? And what does that look like? And and actually opening myself back up to opportunities and and seeing what was going on around me. And if I hadn't have been on the journey like this, then it would have. Uh, I think I would have missed the next big milestone that happened in my life. Um, Emma, and what just was that? About, yeah. So. Uh, was at uh, was at church one day, right? We have these moments where you know we go to church or wherever you you know wherever you worship. You know, there's these moments where you know someone's up in front of you know the congregation and they're speaking, and all of a sudden everybody's like, "Oh wow, that like resonated." You know, see people like that great great message, all that kind of stuff. Well, this one really hit home for me. Uh, I was I was there. I you know, and I think we even had conversations like this, like. I was a walking zombie. I wasn't bringing it for the position that I was in. I wasn't bringing it at home. wasn't bringing it at, at church. And, and I had this moment where I walk in, we're late to church, drop Callan off into uh, Sunday school. And next thing I know, I'm, I'm in this amazing worship um, that I should be experiencing and feeling, and I'm not. And uh, our, our pastor was in March, actually our pastor had started doing this series called the assist March madness. Right. Mm -hmm. And he, uh, he had just stopped and said, you know what? Um, I'm actually calling an assist today and I'm having uh, a, a dear friend of mine actually come in and, and, and speak today. So he gets up on stage and, and he is amazing. Like towel in the back pocket, you know, preacher just brings it and very energetic and just passionate and about five minutes in, he has this moment where he looks at our pastor and says, I need to stop and I need to um, uh, deviate a little bit from the message. And he starts explaining why. And he's telling about um, his gifts and the fruits of the spirit and everything else. And and he, he explains this story and he starts talking about why he works with uh, big speaking conferences and youth camps and everything else. And he can feel a crowd and he knows when the message needs to be delivered or a message needs to be delivered. And in that moment, uh, I'm in the back of the church. I'm like, okay, he has everybody stand up, you know, and we all kind of, you know, get into our prayer mode. And well, I'm just going through the motions and all of a sudden, like divine, whatever it is. And it wasn't just a smack over the forehead type of service. It was a like club Nathan to the ground. And he, he says, you know, uh, you, sir, in the back are going to start a business this year and you're going to pack the lives of thousands of people. And I mean, I'm just getting goosebumps thinking about this now because mm -hmm. it, it was just that moment. And I, that's what I heard. And I mean, talk about breakdown. And it was a moment in church where, I mean, grown man, ugly cry, and it was happening. And the next day is when I walked in and actually had the conversation um, with my at then uh, boss. And I was like, you know what? I don't think this is right for me anymore. And I need to step out. And I don't, you know, not only for myself, but for you, like this position, these agents, everybody here deserves more. And so I removed myself from that position, gave my notice, everything else. And then next thing you know, I'm like, Hey, what do I love? I love coaching. I love developing. And dear friend of mine, Mr. Jake through. Dixon, through technology, yeah. you do it through technology. Yeah, yeah, through technology. And so, anyways, um, long story there, but it, but it it leads to this, right? I mean, through journey and and asking those questions that I still focus on to this day was super important to me, and it was super impactful um, to this day. So, thank you, thank you for that.
You are so welcome. Thank you for sharing that. I remember that phone call so well when you told me what happened in church. And um, as you were talking, Nathan, what I, what I think is so important for anybody to consider is that up until that point, our phone conversations were about what I was coaching you on, which is building a life that you would love. Um, and what was happening was all the drama in your story. And that's what I think, where I think people get stuck. I don't care if they're a real estate agent or a computer geek or a mom at home. Mm -hmm. It's the, it's all the drama and that's where the focus was. And that was where the focus was for you. And it took that um, searing light bulb moment, the process that we were going through. And then that very moment where you went, wait a minute. It's not about mm -hmm. the drama. It's about me. It's always about us. And it, right. if it's about our lives, it's always about us. Yeah. And we're the ones who are in charge of it. So sorry, I, I'm getting yeah. a little bit on my soapbox, but I I, uh, I just was oh hearing that. It's so well, important for people to know. It is. And I think it's, you know, for me, what I also realized, and, and you said it's about me because it is, a, you know, ultimately we always, I mean, naturally we're human, right? We think about ourselves. Mm -hmm. What I realized in that moment is I had a choice to make mm -hmm. and it was about my existence. It was about my, like, do I continue to think just about me or am I going to think what is my purpose and I don't think if I had been on that journey with you at that time, I wouldn't have been open to what is my purpose? Like, what am I being called to at a much higher level, right? That impact legacy, right? Whatever words that you want to use with that, like, what was that that I was being called to? And at that moment, I knew. I didn't know how. <laughs> I had no idea how it was going to happen. I, I knew I, I just had to, I had to take a moment and step out in, in faith that it was going to happen and continue this journey that I was on. And so next thing you know, we're... Well, I'm stepping out. So, um, so fast forward. Let's let's fast forward again just a little bit, little bit more. And you know, now I'm I'm in coaching. Like I started doing the coaching and everything else. And and you had also started a journey, right? Mm -hmm. So you'd been going through this journey and, and identifying for yourself, asking you the, yourself those same three questions. So tell mm -hmm. me now more, like savvy ageless goddess. What does that mean? So, well, that goes, that goes back to where you met me and a couple of years before that, where I went through uh, that, that transition in my own life from um, not only a marriage ending, uh, my kids growing up and um, changing careers, basically still in real estate, but changing careers. And I was at, I had one of those big momentous birthdays where I realized that some people, as they get older, um, you know, I don't care whether it's, it's 40, 50, 60, 70, whatever it is, those pivotal birthdays, we go, oh my gosh, I'm getting older. And uh, I would see people around me, not just women, but, you know, all kinds of people when they would hit these momentous birthdays and they would talk about being old. And I declared that that was not going to be me. And I, um, I started doing some journaling and I was working with a coach at the time who knew I loved to write. 
And she encouraged me to start writing. And I, I said, well, I don't have a blog. What am I going to do? And so I started a group, came up with the name, and the group's name is Savvy Ageless Goddesses. And the whole point of that is to empower women. And actually, since that time, I've thought about changing it to Savvy Ageless Generations and the extraordinaire. There's extraordinaire. So it's the word is SAGE. My acronym is SAGE. And um, because it's more about empowering people to not look at the condition of their life, not look at the age, not look at the um, the drama, whatever it is, is empowering you to live a life that you really love living no matter where or how old you are. And, uh, but I've self-proclaimed me a savvy ageless goddess. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, and I love that. Like it goes back to everything that we, we talked about originally, like coaching to the entire person. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my tagline, I think has been developed from something like this, where it's, you know, be you and be real. Like if the person's never, or if the person's not right, you know, they can't be real with the rest of the world. Right. So that they've got to find themselves to share their story. And, and so anyways, I, I love what you're doing. And I hope if you're a real estate broker or anybody, any leadership any, that and you're leading people, you're taking some of these notes and you're taking it to heart, like the three questions and everything else, because that's a like you've got to focus on some that sometimes to make sure somebody can move forward and help them move forward. So, and, so and I know you're doing some things like you've got the Facebook group. Um, so tell us a little bit more. So, so what I'm doing now is I'm continuing to take people through the coaching program that you did with me, which is called uh, Dream Builder. And I have extended that. Um, what I learned about that, Nathan, was that uh, three months, and we, we coach six months. Uh, for some people, it's a year. Some people, it's two years. Um, for I really think about you coaching you for more like two or three years because I coached you intermittently through that. Yeah. And it's, it's understanding that there is no quick fix. There's no quick fix, whether you're a broker coaching your agents and throwing at them a uh, training and thinking that they're going to go out there and do it themselves, or if it's about do, making a life change. And so what I love to do is I love to help people take their gifts just like I did with you and integrate those gifts into a dream, into a vision for their lives so that they are living the life they love. And that's what I do. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. And then the piece that I've added is the intentional piece, because I know from um, all the studies I've done, including Think and Grow Rich and, and many, many others, the power of intention, uh, there's so many of them that you have to have, you, you can create a dream, but if you don't have an intention for what you're going to do with that, then it can fall flat. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm doing with my coaching right now. Uh, my, my primarily my uh, clients are real estate agents uh, who are wanting more than um, just how to sell a house. They really need the life piece. So I uh, coach agents on that. And then I coach anyone, primarily, it seems to be right now, it's primarily men, I mean women, but I've coached men through this too. It's that any kind of transition where they're they're facing something in their life and it can be where they don't even know what they're doing. They just, 
they just have reached that stuck point, but it's a transition in helping them recalibrate their lives. Yeah. Yeah. And you do such a good job at that. And, and so if somebody um, wanted to find out more uh, about coaching with you, um, I, I'm definitely going to put all this in the show notes and everything as well, but like, where, where do they go to find out more? So they can go to my uh, website, which is deniseackerman.com. Real simple. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's Denise with an S and Ackerman. And, um, or they can uh, find me on Facebook or LinkedIn. Um, I also have, and I'll, I'll give it to you, Nathan, to put in the show notes. I am um, very much about offering uh, dis- what I call a, a discover your life session. And um, I've got a link for that that I'll give you for the show notes that they can book a 30 minute um, session with me and let me see how I can help them find what it is that they would love. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, well, that is, that's awesome. And I will, like I said, I'll make sure everything, your contact information and stuff is in the show notes so everybody can reach out to you. I highly encourage it. If you're in a moment of transition, um, whether, or if it's you, if it's an agent, if, you know, if it's somebody in your world and they're going through something like that, um, you know, Denise is an amazing coach and fully has my endorsement. So thank you, Nathan. Um, Denise, Denise, thank you. Thank you so much um, for coming on the show today. I really appreciate it. Um, not only for being on the show, but for everything that you've done for me and helping one be a great friend, a great coach, a great mentor. And uh, yeah, just just being there for me uh, and having an ear. So thank well, you. you are so welcome. And I'm, I want to give you some accolades. That if if any agent that's looking or broker that's looking to create something bigger, Nathan is your guy because Nathan has taken from from the very beginning of being an agent and done some amazing things, continues to. So uh, you want to coach with vision and that's what you've got. Well, thank you so much for that, Denise. I appreciate it. So uh, everybody, uh, we have been talking to De- Denise Ackerman, the Savvy Ageless Goddess Coach, Transformation Coach, Life Coach, whatever you want to call it. Um, and uh, thank you again, Denise, for being on the show. You are welcome. Thanks, Nathan. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Broker to Broker Real Estate Podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe to the channel. For more information, tools, and resources, go to www.brokertobrokerpodcast.com. And always remember, be you and be real. We'll see you on the next episode.